$1.99 for 24 minutes and $1.25 per minute after that. Wash your own RV, camper, ATV, and more. Starting at $6 for 6 minutes and $1 per minute after. Contact Freedom Wash about their fleet program. Freedom Wash Self-Serve Truck Wash is open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Next to Bricks Travel Center in Motley. Dr. Zachary Bailey's Dental Practice in Staples has a new owner and a new name. Welcome to Staples Smiles. In addition to Niswa Smiles, Dr. Luke Walne and Dr. Chris Claybo will be bringing new state-of-the-art technology to the practice. They're looking to add dental assistants and hygienists to both of their growing practices in Niswa and Staples. Stop by to meet Dr. Walne and Dr. Claybo to begin or resume your dental health journey at Staples Smiles on 6th Street Northeast or give them a call at 894-1941. Good morning. It's the morning sports desk on KWAD. And we have Corey joining us. You want to break some news? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do the, the breaking news uh, sounder yourself? Da, 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 da. It's breaking news. Perfect. I got an email at 7.15. Okay. Literally while the uh, uh, opener here was playing. Sure. Twins home opener has been postponed to Friday. All right. So there it is. Literally 65 seconds ago, I got that email. That was perfect timing. They were waiting for the morning sports desk to come on before making that announcement. Twins will play Seattle now on Friday, April 8th, 2.30 pregame, 3.10 first pitch. Did you see the weather report for that game? Yeah, like 38 degrees and rainy. Yeah, there's a, I mean, you can't play a baseball game in one of those conditions alone. Put them together, it's, it's not great. Well, at least now we know. At least now we know. And yeah, so if you're wanting to listen to the twins tomorrow on KW80, you gotta wait till Friday. But that's why they have those built in days. That's, I mean, it's just, it's one more day. It's fine. It's been a long off season, a longer off season than normal. So, it's what? okay. I'm ready. Go Twins, go. What's one more day? And, you know, it's just perfect baseball weather one outside, so day. why not? Ex- that's exactly right. I think if, if you could, as a baseball player, coach, or fan, if you could draw it up, today in particular would be top of the list, you know? Yeah, exactly. So It toughens you up. It does. You know what I mean? Maybe not physically or mentally, but, like, emotionally, it'll break you down so much. You'll be so sad you won't have a choice but to just play. <laughs> Well, you, you, have you ever had that in high school where, cause like, you know, we were talking about the high school sports season this year. Like we talked about it off the air. It's going to be really tough. Uh, if the weather keeps going on like this, it's going to be a lot of double headers and a lot of times where they just kind of have to force you to play in conditions where it's a little bit colder, you know, than normal. Did you ever have a cold weather baseball game in high school that you just remember that oh, like sticks with you? I don't, not that I remember, but all the time. I mean, all the time those games were cold. Yeah. I remember my senior year of high school, we were playing at the field here in Wadena and it was cold. It was like, it was like 37. It was one of those days where it's like, it's barely warm enough to play, but this is a conference game and playoffs are like a week away. So we need to make that. We need to play this game. Yep. And it was like in late May and it was like 40 degrees with wind cloudy. Uh, basically everybody was like running back and forth from the dugout to the fence uh, during that time, because it's like you just need some way to keep the blood flowing if you're not like <laughs> if you're not playing. So it was 
It was, I mean, it made it a little better that we won that day, but besides that. It stinks. It's not fun. And if you're not good at baseball like I wasn't good at baseball, you know, you just, all you're going to do is hit weak ground balls off the handle to the left side of the infield. Those feel great on the hands. It stinks. (laughs) And now I get thrown out at first and I got to jog back and I got to go put on catcher's gear and take foul tips off the chin and inner thigh for the next six innings. Cool. At least you get some extra gear to keep you warm. That part's fine. You're moving around a lot more than like the guy in left field. That part is also fine. But yeah, taking one off the thigh in like 40 degrees is right. fun. Hey, block this curveball in the dirt that was not intentionally thrown in the dirt. So you have not, there's no preparation for it at all. It's, it's a, it's an average high school pitcher who doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> Good luck. Stop that one. You big dork. <laughs> Speaking of curveballs, Dan mentioned last hour he had an opportunity uh, to tr- uh, kind of get in the batter's box and take a Burt Blylevin curveball. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he said it didn't go well. Why? He said all he was able to do was just kind of smash him into the turf at the Metrodome. Oh, sure. Well, you know, use your speed. That's what Guzman did all the time. Exactly. Smash so- it in the turf, hit it a big hopper, and then just run it out, baby. <laughs> and of course, it was like sixty some year old purple I eleven at that time. Like, is it, like now he's like seventy something. He's right. well retired. Like, how fast do you think that curveball was coming in? Sixty. Uh, he said it still had a lot of movement on it. Like that thing dropped. Totally, I'm sure it did. Like he's a he was a Hall of Famer solely for his curveball. If anything, like that was his pitch. Um, it was his pitch. There's that. That's it. So, do you think you could do better or worse than just smashing the curveball into the dirt? I think I whiff. How many tries? How many tries did he get? Uh, I don't know. Let's say five. Same amount of tries as him. I'm hit. I'm hitting one line drive. How fast line, is line how fast drive. is it coming? Uh, that I don't know. You'd have to ask. I, I mean, we're t- so we're talking 60, 60, 65 year old Burt Blylevin and one curveball. Yeah. I'm getting one solid. I'm. I might look like an idiot. The re- I'm going to get one. It's going to be like the fifth one when you finally timed it out. Right. Here's the thing, though. I'd, I, Bert's also one who would probably put it in your ear, too. <laughs> You'd, like, hit a line drive off the first pitch, and the next one's going right at your inner thigh. If I I will tell you this. If I hit the first one, like, do I know it's coming, too? Like, did he know they were coming? Yeah, because he was teaching. I think he was doing one of those, like, instructionals. Sure. And they were teach. he was showing people how to throw a curveball. If huh? you know it's coming, that's easy. See, it's all about timing. It's much easier, I should say. Well, I mean, that's the Houston Astros for you. See, you know when if you know a curveball is coming, you can wait back a little bit compared to like, is this guy going to give me an eighty mile an hour slider or an one hundred and one mile an hour fastball? Believe it or not, that changes how fast you swing at the plate. It matters a little bit. It sure does. Speaking of sign stealing, did you hear that new uh, th- uh th- well, I suppose you read it, yes. uh, for sports, but. That uh, can you explain to the folks at home a little bit more about that? No, I can't. It's a it's a um, a signaling device basically that uh, pitchers and catchers will have to call pitches rather than dropping little fingies down in between their legs and you know fastball inside. There's like a little game controller, but I I don't know. Any, I like I don't know where it goes. Do they wear it on their wrist? I think it goes underneath the jersey. I'm not sure. So that part I don't know. But, yeah, they've got, like, a little device that they can wear that tells the pitcher 
Here's here's the picture I want. The thing I want to know, like, do they still shake it off, or is there like an eh button on there somewhere? That's a good question. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see. I I think it's interesting. I think it's being used in college. I think like the Gophers have used it because I think like if you notice like a picture of like the Gopher, like if the Gophers put a picture on Facebook of like their game and it shows a guy like pitching, or they'll kind of wonder like what's that? And I right. think it's something to do with that. I can't. This is still a very foreign concept to me, but a, but the players seem to really like it. I think it's a good league, idea. The league doesn't have an issue with it, and it's a way to combat that sign stealing issue. Also, I mean, I've so two points on that. One, the NFL does it right. Like yeah. the NFL, they just they just uh, electronically communicate their plays into, Radio it in. into yeah. their huddles. Secondly. I also like how Major League Baseball was like, we're not going to take care of the issue of cheating. We're just, by taking care of the cheaters. Yeah. We're just going to give everyone else the opportunity to remedy the situation. Astros, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Let bygones be bygones. You know. Everyone else, deal with your business so people don't cheat against you. Well, I mean, really, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't. I think it's even too much. What are, I mean, we're only playing for a piece of metal, so I don't understand why it's really that important. Did that the, was said by the baseball commissioner, by the way? That guy's a joke. Did the Timberwolves lay a complete egg? Like that was was that embarrassing last night? So over the weekend, I think was probably a very high mark for April Minnesota sports with them going undefeated on the weekend, both the Wolves and Wild. They went four and zero over the Friday through Sunday stretch. Yesterday was a terrible day for Minnesota sports. The Wild got embarrassed, embarrassed in Nashville. And the Wolves, like Nashville's a playoff team. That's on the road. That's one thing. Still bad. The Wolves laid a giant, giant egg last night at the Target Center, a place they played really well at all season. Uh, so to the Washington Wizards, who are 11 games below 500, the Wolves are 10 games above 500. And they laid an absolute egg defense. I'm sorry, this is like the fourth straight game, maybe like four out of five, where the Wolves have given up 100 points before the fourth quarter. That's unacceptable. You can't win a play-in game like that. And especially because it's been against teams like the Wizards and the Houston Rockets, who the Wizards will make the playoffs in the East, but the Rockets are bad. They're competing for the number one overall pick. You can't be doing that all the time there needs to be more intensity the shot selection in the fourth quarter was just egregious there were shots that like d'angelo russell was putting up that anthony edwards was putting up carl anthony towns had zero points in the second quarter just can't happen there's a lot of things about the wolves team that not uncommon by the way he doesn't play a lot or score a lot in the second quarter yeah he because i think he had like 16 in the first quarter and it was like all right nice start to cat and then it goes zero and it's like so Yes. Giant egg. Yes. Giant egg. That's a very long-winded way of saying yes. Want to play a new game today? Yeah, sure. This is either or. Very simple. I will give you two sports-related options. Okay. And you tell me which one you would pick. Feel free to elaborate or not elaborate at your whimsy. Sure. Hole in one or hit for the true cycle. Define true cycle. In order, single, double, triple, home run. Cycle. I picked the I picked the true cycle because people hit for cycles all the time. And I mean, like professionally, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, 
maybe the hardest things to accomplish in the, those respective sports. Yeah. Ho- hole in one or true cycle. See, well, a true cycle because a hole in one, you just have to have one good swing. Yep. One lucky, like hole in ones are luck a lot of the time. It's, I also, I'm not good at golf, so that's just why I, I need to rationalize that. But, uh, baseball, you gotta do it four times. You gotta get a hit, make solid contact, do it all in order. Yeah, that's, that's easy. If I still played baseball, I think I'd probably pick that. I haven't played baseball in a long time. Would you rather have the game winning score, a la the Minneapolis Miracle? Okay. Or, the game ceiling turnover. By the way, speaking of Minneapolis Miracle, Stefan Diggs just got a big extension in Buffalo. Big. Big extension. Uh, but, uh, but Minneapolis, I mean, people don't celebrate for a game winning turnover quite like they celebrate a go ahead touchdown. So I'm going to go with that one. Right. Ideally, you'd like them both, right? Yeah. Take the intersect, interception back to the house to win. Like the Packers in like 2006 with Matt Hasselbeck playing quarterback for Seattle. That we're going to take the ball downfield and we're going to score a game. Whoops. And he throws a pick six on the very first pass. So he wasn't wrong. Would you rather be able to throw 100 miles an hour or dunk like Vince Carter? <sighs> That's tough. Throwing 100 and dunk... The, both of them are becoming more and more common in their sports. Like both of them are kind of like, yeah, n- like, ah, that, yeah, but, that but, was a tough one. But this is you. We're talking about you, not generally speaking. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dunking because that seems pretty cool. I know. I think like you could get paid to throw a hundred. Like you could make that a profession. Um, but it would be fun to see someone like you or me. I think I would pick dunking too. Dunk it. I mean, like just just walk into a gym looking like we look. I'm under six foot and white. I'm not dunking anytime. Easily soon. dunking it. It'd be really funny. Would you rather get blown out or lose a heartbreaker? <sighs> Is this classic like just sports question? Regular season or playoffs? Yeah, I don't care. Pick uh, one. Does it matter? I'll go losing a heartbreak. Why? Because at least. At least you can say you're in the game. Have you ever, like, got... I mean, like, I've played a lot of sports, not very well. I've gotten blown out a few times. It's not fun. I'd rather just be in it till the end and lose on a heartbreak. Now, the argument to that is when you get blown out, you can give up and just kind of get over it earlier. That's also true. There is a there is a good point to that. Like, the Twins, would you rather have the Twins go to five games and lose, or would you rather have them get swept in three? Because by the time you're to game five, you're really invested in that series. A couple years ago, the Twins started 0-11. You knew they were done. You could give up really early. Yeah. Uh, a few years after that, they go ballistic during the regular season and lose to the Yankees in the playoffs. Which one felt worse? Which, well, which, <laughs> which you know lost I mean? to the Yankees. So... Um, all right, final one. Lacrosse, the sport, or lacrosse, Wisconsin? That's tough, because I don't like lacrosse, and Wisconsin's a little iffy for me, but I'll go lacrosse. Yeah, I think it's a nice area down there. It's, that is the right answer, by the way. The other ones, there is no, that's, there is only one right answer. It's (laughs) lacrosse, Wisconsin. It's cool. And that's either or. All right. That'll do it for the morning sports desk for Wednesday, the 6th of April on KWAD. 
When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.